0: Drumming, thumping, fluttering. Patients describe the symptoms of AFib lots of ways. Learn more about AFib and early detection and diagnosis with the American Heart Association's new podcast series at heart.org slash AFib podcasts. Uh, what's up everybody? Welcome to the morning grind here on Roto Grinders, uh, brought to you by our sponsor, Fantasy Draft. Uh, funny story though, Fantasy Draft, they don't have any uh, early slate games today, so uh, I guess we'll have some fun with that today. Uh, we got our normal Thursday uh, guy here, and head chopper, uh, but no hoop today. Uh, the big gun, Siege, filling in today. What's going on, Siege?
1: Uh, not much, man. Uh, let me tell you. Right before show, you just started dropping bombshell. You were kind of just agreeing on the slate, agreeing on the slate, and then you kind of just took a huge left turn into the woods. Yeah, we'll while. talk.
0: That'll
1: be we'll our first.
0: That'll be on our first game of the night, Mr. Corey. Uh, Mr. Corey Kluber. Uh, Chop. What's going on out there? Uh, how was uh, How was Memorial Day for you? How is
2: Memorial Day? How was? <laughs> This was yeah, a while ago. Was, I think uh, we covered this. Uh, this might have been yesterday or the day before. I mean, it was fun. Kind of living in the past there. Britt, today's a new day. You can draft a new team every day in, in this industry, man. You can?
0: I've never <laughs> heard commercials like that. You can just win, win every single day, draft a new team every day. Is that how this works Up?
2: Yeah, that's how it works. I'm just glad. I'm glad we didn't have Mike calling in today. And I'm glad Siege rolled out of bed before noon here, man, to do the show because I know it's tough for both those guys when we got these early morning gigs here, man. <laughs> um, let's, uh,
0: let's, I guess I'll talk about our sponsor, Fantasy Draft. Now, there's no early games, so we can't really talk early slate pricing on Fantasy Draft. But for the late games today, they got a fun thing going on out there. I know our boss, Dan, he's heading out to Las Vegas to do some fun things. I think Grant's going to go play uh, golf at Top Golf with Drew Brees out there. So I think they're having a fun time out there uh, for the next couple of days. Um, but they have these rake free head to heads. I like those. They post those just about every stake. and, uh, see how, how much attention do you pay to the rake? Because like when you play a lot of volume, I think I figured this out, like last year, you know, if I, you know, just in head to heads, if I didn't play rake, that would have been like almost like eight or $9,000 I would have gotten back from like head to heads out there. So you gotta play those on uh, on fantasy draft. Uh, they got a full slate for the later here um, With rate going up on FanDuel DraftKings, it's like 15% in the GPPs. Uh, you got to take a look at the rate-free head-to-heads on Fantasy Drafts. So uh, go check those out. Um, I guess we'll just kind of jump into the slate here. We'll answer some questions later in the slate here. But uh, Siege, I'll start you off with this one. Our first game, it's the A's and Indians. Kluber's making his return. He had a, a pretty dominant outing in the minor leagues before he just came up here. I think he only went like 45 pitches, uh, but just absolutely demolished uh, the minor league team here. Uh, But I've got a quote from Mr. Terry Francona. Uh, Quote, he's not going to pitch all day. I guarantee you that. The key is to win, but to also set him up for the rest of the year. What the hell are we doing to Corey Kluber today?
1: Play him? (laughs) Like... If there was another option that I felt half-decent about, like there's one guy I feel half-decent about, but it's a very scary name. I just – Oakland's been so bad this series. Like they haven't been on a main slate, so I don't know if anybody realizes that. Like like, Bauer struck out 15, and like the day before that, someone else struck out like 14. Like the A's are just swinging and missing so much right now. Even if you only go six innings, you could strike out 11.
0: Uh, Chop, what's your take on Kluber on on uh, two pitcher sites? I mean, you got to use two out of eight, so you're probably going to use them on DraftKings today. um On FanDuel, I know you can't play over there, uh, but how would you approach him uh, on a single pitcher site like FanDuel today?
2: I think I'm playing him this morning. There's some there's some average pitchers going, and the pitchers out there outside of him are good enough to where it's really tough to stack against them. But there's no there's nobody really that jumps off the chart to me, Kluber. Kluber's the best pitcher going this morning. And uh, last night, you know, uh, we only got 82 pitches out of James Paxton, and it was good enough to be top five on the night, I think it was, for pitchers. So I think, you know, in the right matchup, a good, a good pitcher like this can mow him down and get his 25 points and get out of there after 85 pitches, and he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, the A's on the season, too. Uh, third highest strikeout rate, 24.4% on the season. Uh, the ISO's up there, uh, over a two ISO. I think they lead the league in ISO against righties. Uh, the Wobe is okay. The WRC Plus slightly above league average. Um, a lot of strikeouts, though, to be had, right, Siege? And even if we get six innings in, what, 85 pitches from Kluber on this slate, that could be good enough to, to kind of be uh, take the cake as the top pitcher.
1: Yeah, well, you want to play a guy who's probably going to get less pitches than that, so.
0: Oh, we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about that. I got some fun. Uh, I'm going to talk for a while about uh, Mr. McCarthy when we get down to that. I got some got some fun statistics on you know, this. It's
1: only going to take one second. Will not throw more than 80 pitches. Done.
0: Uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, any interest in Cotton Siege? Well, I still got you on here. You know, he's been kind of reverse splits in his career. And you look at the Indians lineup, no surprise. They basically throw a whole bunch of good lefties out there. Um, He's got that one, what is it, the changeup that just flies away from all these left-handed batters. Um, Doesn't look like a really good spot for him today, uh, but do you have any interest on an eight-game slate? No. (laughs) No. You got anything, Chop? Let me me throw this out here, too, because I I was so bored. I did a lot of research on the slate. We have an extreme, extreme hitter umpire in this game, too. How extreme? He's got the fourth lowest strikeout rate of 88 umpires on baseball prospectus. Uh, just a 62% strike rate. That's one of the lowest you'll see. Uh, and in his career, he has been very hitter-friendly as well. Who is it? Um, I don't know the name. Uh, these are just some things I looked up this morning uh, on the umpire for Cleveland today. It's an extremely hitter-friendly umpire today for Cleveland. Um, just just want to throw that out there. Um, Chop, you got any interest in a, in a cotton out here tonight?
2: I didn't. Have, well, especially not with the umpire news, but I didn't have any interest in him anyway just because. The uh, rest of the slate is – I'm finding it tough to really put together a team I feel good about offensively, so I got to find some spots to pick on. And Cleveland at home is an offense I wanted to have a few guys in my cash game with them. So for that reason, I'm not on cotton, but, yeah, because I'm finding it hard to really – outside of like some one-offs here and there, I don't see I don't see a stack I really, really love today. So I think Cleveland's my best bet. Not just the Vegas total driving me there, but the fact that they're at home and they're they're so powerful right now with Edwin starting to hit a little bit that uh, I wasn't going to be on him anyway. I'll probably be on some of these right-handed Cleveland bats.
0: No, Edwin. No, Edwin in the lineup today. He has okay. been, been axed. So if you had him in there, get him out um, here. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, too, Siege, so to counteract the hitter-friendly umpire, uh, he has uh, behind the plate today uh, Roberto Perez, who I have... Uh, graded out as the best per-pitch pitch framer right now in the league so far this season. So uh, after studying all that and now hearing about the uh, the pitch framing, got any uh, any interest, does that change your thoughts on Kluber or Cotton? No on
1: Cotton, no on Kluber. Like if I'm playing a slate, I'm playing Kluber. And if like if I was going to fade Kluber, I would just pass him a slate. Like I would just not play. Right. Kind of how where I'm at.
0: Where do you stand on the Cleveland bats here uh, against Kahn? Kipnis, Lindor, Brantley, Santana, Ramirez. Zimmer's up to your boy. Zimmer is up to the six hole now, Siege. Um, I, I think it's a pretty interesting top six. The bottom of the lineup does look pretty weak, um, but that top six for Cleveland looks pretty strong today.
1: Yeah, I, you know, like I was going to play uh, Cleveland until you kind of just said made me think that Mike McCarthy might or uh, Brandon McCarthy might be pro, uh, popular. So, I don't know
0: I, if he's going to be popular, but I do have – I'll rattle off some things on Brandon McCarthy, uh, at least on the slate. He leads the slate in a lot, a lot, a lot of very interesting statistics. So um, I'll talk about that. Chop, you don't like my pitch framing? I'm I'm trying to incorporate a, my Derek uh, Hardy
2: on, uh, in the I'm pitch sure frame. It's here. out there, man. I'll tell you that. It's just baseball. You could just get lost in this stuff sometimes. You can. Um, so uh, I, I guess we'll go
0: on to the next game here. Brewers at Mets. Uh, this is a pretty interesting one. You've got Zach Wheeler, who does have some upside chop, but the Brewers, um, they wrecked, a, who did they wreck like a week ago? They wrecked a really popular pitcher. They just wrecked a last night. Um, you've got Sogar leading off. He's on fire. Um, you've got a pretty good top seven of the lineup with when VR's your seventh hitter. Uh, it looks pretty good. And then on the flip side, you've got Chase Anderson who does have some reverse splits in his career. If you kind of go year by year, it kind of varies, Um, but they can be there. He's about neutral this year. If those reverse splits show up today, uh, all these lefties might be in trouble for the Mets here. You got any interest in, uh, in these two pitchers today, Chad?
2: Maybe a little bit on Zach Wheeler and that's just a little bit. uh, But I don't even know if I need to go there on this slate, especially with his price tag. Uh, But Chase Anderson, I'm not, I'm not going to, uh, He's been better this year. Those reverse splits have kind of toned down this year. He, he's been better against right handers. So he's not bad, but I'm thinking people are going to be chasing those, that big game. I think he had last time, but didn't he shut down Arizona and almost no hit him last time out. Um, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah.
0: That was the, the brewers, they got to the grinky That was the, uh, that was the other guy they got to. So,
2: so, uh, you know, I'm thinking people are going to chase him maybe, and I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be on either one of these guys. I don't believe uh anderson the second highest
0: swinging strike rate on the slate siege 10.4 percent uh just a little bit behind kluber who has 11.6 um what are you doing with pitching in this game you want wheeler against you know the kind of on fire brewers team or do you want you know anderson maybe those reverse splits can kind of show up um and he does have that strikeout potential i mean he just did shut
1: down that arizona team so here's the thing with chase anderson like you talk about reverse splits but it's been the good side right So like now that he's neutral, it's a good thing. Like his splits, like his problem against right-handed pitching went away when he introduced this cutter. Mm -hmm. Um, So this, you know, like last year for example, right? He gave up a three ninety four Wobo to righties. This year it's all the way down to three twenty six. So now that he's neutral is like a good thing. Uh, His success against lefties is still there. He's been much better against righties thanks to this new pitch. Um, I've been rostering Chase Anderson basically all year. I thought he was gonna be very popular today, but I see in chat like they're not thinking they like Chase Anderson at all. A lot of Mets love, and that's fine by me. I'll gladly go back to the Chase Anderson. Role.
0: Yeah, what's your take on Wheeler? I think Wheeler paired with Kluber, like if you're going high end, and then like a a midder, you know, a, a mid tier pitcher is gonna be somewhat popular. The Brewers have a run line under four. You know, they're without you know VRs down to the seventh spot. There's no brawn, but they're starting to hit. Uh, how are you approaching? Would you rather take Wheeler or will you take the hot Brewers right now?
1: Definitely the Brewers. I think the Brewers are one of my favorite offenses in the spot. You know, the I, you know, I, I think kind of just a day off on them all week, but maybe I, I'm hoping I got them right today against Wheeler. I, I think I'm going right back to the well.
0: Um, which side of the bats here Chop? would you rather have? You, you probably want to take – yeah, this is interesting. Siege seems to like Chase Anderson. Uh, what are you doing with the bats, Chop? I think we're going to differ a little bit here. This game's very—you can you can literally take Anderson, you can take Wheeler, you can take Mets, you can take Brewers bats, you can go just about any way you want.
2: Yeah. So I don't have any interest in the pitchers, like I said. Uh, you know, Wheeler hasn't hit twenty DraftKings points all year long. I don't, I don't know if there's any upside there. And Chase Anderson, like I said, I thought it would be a little bit more popular. And I think people are going to chase those points from him last week. And it's not really chasing. He has been a lot better this year, but these guys are just good enough to temper my expectations on the hitting also. So uh if I was gonna choose a side, I'd probably lean towards the Mets against Chase Anderson. Maybe he kind of wore himself out chasing that no hitter last game. But uh, I don't I don't have a ton of interest in these lineups altogether, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, see, Jude, you always kind of talk about this when these pitchers have these elevated pitch counts. He hadn't thrown over 100 pitches all season. Goes for 114 in his last start. Does that worry you at all? Pretty sure he's had an extra day, hasn't he? Uh, I do not know on that one. So uh, um, he pitched on the 27th. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh,
1: maybe not. One, 20, he pitched on the 27th? Yep. That can't be right.
0: That's correct. Yeah, there was 31. Oh, so,
1: 27th. Sorry, I'm looking at the June calendar. So, uh, no, a, he's a, He's on normal rest. Yeah, I guess that's slightly concerning. I just believe in the talent more than I think – I just feel like I'm high on Chase Anderson and I'm not going to get off of him on a four-game slate. Like, I, I rostered him at 4,700 in that game. He almost threw a no-hitter at 3% on mm-hmm. a short slate. So, like if I'm doing that, like, why am I jumping off now?
0: Because he got a $3,000 price increase. Uh, but he should have
1: been that way. He should have been priced that high to yeah, begin
0: with. Like I agree. Like, he was 3,000 too cheap that slate. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, what do you think, though? You you look at these Brewers' price on a site like DraftKings Siege. Uh, Sogard, I think, is going to be pretty chalky leading off. Two point seven K. Thames is just three point eight K. They got the 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 ballpark bumped down. Perez three point two. Travis Shaw three point nine. You know, you could do Kluber. You can pick any other pitcher you want. You can get a Brewer stack. I think just based off pure price and how hot they've been. I think they're going to end up being. A little popular, in my opinion, today. They just fit into a lot of your Kluber teams
1: on DK today. Yeah, I, I like the Brewers. I, I, I do. I think they're fine. You know, I, there's only there's like two or three offenses I think you can viably attack here on the short slate, and it kind of just comes down to which one do you want. You know, I, I think you could play the Brewers. I think you could play the Indians, and I think you could play the Rockies. And I, I kind of after that don't really want to play anybody else. All you know, right. FanDuel with the three-game site's so is a little different. Like, I, I might tack on the Cardinals onto that list. But it's kind of just you're going to have to take a stand somewhere and just play low volume, and hopefully you hit.
0: All right, let's uh, let's move on to the Dodgers, because I want to spend a second on Brandon McCarthy. I know Siege thinks he's only going to throw less than 85 pitches, and I agree with him, but I don't matter, because I'm going to throw some statistics at you two uh, who leads the slate in soft contact? 25% soft contact chop. That would be Brandon McCarthy. Who leads the slate in lowest hard contact? That would be Brandon McCarthy at 27%. Who leads the slate in outside zone swing percentages? Swing at things that aren't strikes. That would be Mr. Brandon McCarthy. Who leads the who leads the slate in zone swing percentage at decreasing that? Uh, swinging at not swinging at things that are actually strikes. That would be Brandon McCarthy. Let me who answer le- this
2: next one. Let me answer this next
0: one. Yep, yep, yep. Um, who leads the slate in first strike percentage? Um, first pitch strikes. Guess who that is, child? Eric Sogard. No, it would be Brandon McCarthy. So oh, he, he oh, just pitchers. Le- he leads the slate in so many important things, in my opinion. I don't care if he's only throwing like eighty-five pitches. Eighty-five pitches. What? what?
2: <laughs>
1: How <laughs> do
0: you just assume eighty-five pitches? I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be like eighty. Um, but he's going to be like fifty. He's so good in the, in these pitches. I don't know. I think there's some merit to using him here against the Cardinals, siege.
1: If there's merit, he's going to be popular.
0: I don't think he's going to be popular, though.
1: I Why? Because people are just going to see the boxers. They're going to see 27-23, and they're going to play him. They're going to see that he's only given up one run in, in his last two starts combined on five hits total, and they're going to play him. But the pitch count, like, 79-75, you know, 103, and then 86, like –
0: It was a little hot. I think they just, they just, he pulls him after six, but I feel like if he's pitching, like, even if he gives up a couple of hits, like, instead of two or three hits, I still think, like, he would still go those six innings. I think, like, if he's around.
1: Here's my problem, Britt. Brandon McCarthy went under, went an MRI following his early exit starting and the results revealed tendonitis.
0: Oh well, I didn't. I did not know that that uh, there was like this tendonitis going on here. So that's uh, that might might skew the uh, results just a little bit for me.
1: So. I like so like I just can't trust that, right? And you know he's getting a massive price increase from seventy three hundred to nine thousand when everyone knows he's pitching hurt. I, you know, Diver's bullpen's pretty rested. Like if he just tweaks it a little bit, I, I can't do it. What do
0: you
2: think, Chop? No, uh, you're gonna kind of poo on my uh, Brandon McCarthy take here. Well, what I what I think about Brandon McCarthy is what I think about him every time he goes into a game is I don't care about the pitch count honestly because he's shown that he can rack up fantasy points with low pitches. Some guys are just that good. Like I said, we'll see it out of Kluber today, and we saw it out of Paxton when you get swings and misses and get strikeouts. Pitch count, sure, I'd like him to throw a hundred, but what I'm going to look at every start is the opposition. You know how he match up, how he matches up against that opposition. In this case. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just off the off the boat here, and I'm not very smart. But I don't fear the Cardinals at all right now. I'll, Matt Carpenter's the best hitter outside of that. There's nobody in the lineup that really scares me. So if the guy is healthy, I'll play him, even with an 80 pitch count. I'm fine with that. But now we're hearing he's injured. That may that may swing some things right there. That may be enough to get me off of him because I think there's quality pitchers elsewhere too.
1: Uh, like, she, I'm with you, Chop. I hate rostering the Cardinals. I love streaming pitchers against the Cardinals. I just don't think this is the spot.
0: Uh, what do you think about Adam Wainwright? Um, you know, we we stacked the, the Rockies against him in cores. Uh, it did not work out too well, Siege. Um, he had a uh, seven innings, six Ks, just gave up three hits. Uh, the Dodgers much better against righties, but Wainwright's uh, always been pretty good in St. Louis here
1: today. How are you approaching him? This guy is so due to get blown up. Like, he is just a blow up waiting to happen. I just – I think I'm stacking the Dodgers one more time against this clown. But it's gone exactly – it's gone exactly awful every time I've tried this now in the last week and three weeks it feels like. But I just – I watch him pitch and he just gets himself in trouble and he's just like – Pulling off, like, a Houdini, Andrew Kachner-type magic here where he just, like, magically finds his way out of it. And it's just – that stuff comes to an end eventually.
0: Um, there's a very neutral umpire. Nothing you would adjust for either way in this game, in my opinion, today. Um, Chop, what are you doing with bats here? You want some of these Dodgers lefties against Wainwright. I think if, if I'm going anywhere in this game, uh, that's where it's going to be. Uh, a guy like Seeger. Um, Grandal a catcher 3.2 Grandal that's kind of a steal Adrian Gonzalez I don't know if I can ever really use that guy um, but, but Bellinger utley has been hot too I think you make a case for a lot of these lefties today
2: you can make a case for him. I'm a one-off guy on this against Wainwright I like I've been stacking against the guy also all year long I, I and he's he's been pretty good man I give him credit so I don't think today is a day I want to stack against him not here not not at home but uh, I can definitely see if you got the salary left over and you're you're able to fit a Seager on there, Grandel that catcher. And Seager may be the best short maybe best shortstop on the slate. Grandel may be the best catcher. Uh, Bellinger.
0: Seeger's a- thirty nine hundred on DraftKings. That is nuts. That is he's a thousand less than Lindor. This makes like he is going to easily be the most popular shortstop on DK.
2: Maybe not. Not if people are fearful of Wainwright. So I think there's some good one-off potential here. But, man, I don't think I can – I think I'll wait for the next spot or two before I keep stacking against Wainwright. You know, he's just been really good. This this home park really scares me.
0: Uh, Siege, where, where do you think? 3900
2: for Seeger, That is just uh, – that's. I feel like I'm
1: stealing at that price tag. Man, he's been bad, though. He's just been bad. Uh I don't think I'm playing him unless I'm stacking the Dodgers. That's
0: uh just too chalky in, in GPPs for you, especially as a one-off. I think he's going to be pretty popular.
1: Oh, then, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. No. The guy I actually like the most in this game is Paul Dijon. If he cracks the lineup again, he's 2,300 on DraftKings, And he lets you kind of just then build up your lineup around with all the other superstars. It just,
0: uh, just came out. I'll read it out. Fowler, Carpenter, Piscotti, Jerko, Molina, Pham, DeJean, Diaz, Wainwright.
1: All right. Perfect.
0: He's in there. 2,300.
1: and seventh. You want him or Sogard? Ooh. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> triple, right triple, triple
2: crown, triple crown on Sogard, man. <laughs>
0: All the best players in the league being mentioned here. Hey, I,
2: with that release of that lineup, I, I actually I have a lot of interest in Piscotti now. Um, hitting hitting third there. You like yeah. Piscotti? I think he's a pretty good hitter. Now he's he's sitting third, like he's usually a bottom-of-the-order hitter here, so I don't mind that.
1: I kind of like this Cardinals stack. I really do.
2: It does, the lineup does look okay.
0: It's not like the worst lineup they could have thrown out on a day game for sure.
1: They, they, they burn me a ton for sure. Like, I've gotten burned trying this once, and then I go back and ask myself, why do I stack? I, I just – the Cardinals offense is not good. Like, I, I'm fully with chop on that. But I just feel like it's going to be like 5% on this slate. Like, are they going to go off and beat up Brandon McCarthy in that bad Dodgers bullpen more than 5% of the time? The answer's probably yes, right?
0: Yeah, more than 5% of the time, sure, yeah. But I, are they going to be 5% owned? I mean, it's a four-game slate, and I don't know. They're still going to be like 10% owned, I
1: think. Okay, even 10%. You don't think one every 10 times they just blow up McCarthy in that bullpen? Like, I just think it's so – like, I think it's like – probably I, I would peg the Cardinals blowing up McCarthy in the bullpen at like 20%. I didn't, I just don't think there's any way they get that high.
0: All right, let's go Rockies Mariners. Uh, We've got uh, Kyle Freeland on the mound, Chop, uh, an extreme ground ball pitcher uh, going up against uh, Nelson Cruz, who uh, likes to hit left-handed pitching and likes to hit ground ball pitchers. Uh, This seems like a very good Nelson Cruz home run spot. But outside of that, um, you know, opposite of him, Giovanni Gallardo, the Rockies on the road, they just have a four run line. That's pretty low um, today outside of the A's. You know, that's right in line with the Brewers, right in line with the Cardinals today. Uh, I don't think I've used Gallardo in probably two years of DFS uh, plus. Uh, Probably not going to start today. Do either one of you have any interest in it?
2: I'm not going Gallardo. I think he's a quality pitcher. I think he's a a decent real-life pitcher, not so much in fantasy. So I think he can uh, control this lineup, but he's not going to rack up the strikeouts. It's not for me.
0: Um, what, what are you doing with pitching in this game? I really don't see any interest in either one of these guys today.
1: No, I fully will admit I have actually tried the Giovanni Gallardo experiment in 2017. And yeah, it's like that's just it. as much as you would expect. <laughs> yeah. like one of these days, short slates, a getaway game in Philly. And I was like, oh, let's try this. And no, that did not work.
0: No, not, uh, not a day to try that today. So what are we doing? with That's obviously Nelson Cruz versus Lucky, Nelson Cruz versus ground balls. You mix those two. It's a very, very good outcome for Nelson Cruz most of the time. So he's one of my top hitters of the day. Outside of that siege, uh, what are we doing for bats in this game? Uh, I saw an interesting article from a couple of the MLB.com guys. Um, Charlie Blackman, you know, he's hitting just like, not only is he hitting out of his mind in Coors Field, but he's hitting way above expectation in Coors Field as well, where, is uh on the road. It's a little bit more tamed down, it's kind of right in line here. This Rockies offense on the road just doesn't really look too
1: intriguing. Uh, give me the Seattle offense here. Uh I low on stack against Gallardo on the road is always intriguing, right? It definitely, I mean, how low? What do you what do you peg them?
0: If I gave you, I don't know if Jamino has any ownership out for this, but if I told you the Rockies. You know the highest owned Rockies guy will be. They're all priced up too, um, for the most part, except Cargo. So, like maybe Cargo hits like 14% or something like
1: that today. Oh, man. If you told me they're all under 14%, I'm probably rostered <laughs> on a
0: four game slate. Right, everybody's gonna be using the Indians. I think a lot of people are going to go to the Mets and the Brewers. The lineup game.
1: won't be out either. That's the thing too. That always makes drives the ownership way down.
0: Yeah, way way down. You make a really good point there. This the ownership on this game. If you just if you just stack up this game, you can just you know pick your two pitchers and then uh, you can late swap. Just stack this game up uh, some way. I think you got yourself a really low on stack today. That makes that sounds like a pretty good idea, right?
1: I'm trying to build it right now
0: yeah sounds like a pretty good idea uh chop what are you doing with uh with some uh bats in this game?
2: this is uh one of the games I think you attack. uh yeah, I think it'll be chalky but uh, I think this is the one play there's only four games here man this is a really really weird day there's only four and four so there's not a lot of options out there. I think it's chalk but you know what i'm I'm going I'm running out one lineup today and it's gonna have crews on it and if valencia is in there it'll have valencia on it and if Cargo's goes in there it'll have him it'll have cargo on there so uh yeah i don't know i think it'll be popular but i think you got to you got to do it
0: yeah cruise is a stone cold lock in my opinion today so there's a couple new uh things coming out today um Hold on, I'm just trying to find this. Um, no official pitch count on Kluber, but he will be watched by the staff. <laughs> like, what good? That doesn't really do us any good today. They're, they're playing really coy with Kluber here. Um, chop or uh, siege. If I had to give you uh, a Seattle bat not named Nelson Cruz, who are who are the top two targets for you? Kyle Freeland's a lefty,
1: right? Yes. I'm not rostering any bats that's not named Nelson Cruz.
0: No, no, Danny Valencia. The, the Mariners are like legit like the woke team this season against lefties. Yeah, pass. So well, what are you doing, Chop, there? I think a Danny Val- Danny Valencia is 2.7K on DraftKings today. I know he's first base. You probably don't want to lock up first base. But uh, I think that's a pretty cheap way to get exposure to uh a Seattle right now.
2: I like, I don't mind Valencia. If I got the money, I'll play Segura. And if I need a cheap catcher, I will absolutely go with Zunino also. Um, We have a uh, very slight hitters umpire in this game.
0: Uh, His strike rate uh, pretty low in my opinion, but uh, just overall very slight hitters umpire here. So uh, uh, I guess we can start taking some QQs in chat. Let's do some home run derby while those roll in. So you guys start throwing your QQs into chat. Uh, so Siege, what we'll we do here? Uh, let's take any hitter since you're kind of uh, the new the noob on the uh, the early morning show here. So we'll take uh, there's not really a lot of guys here, but uh, 4600 and higher to hit a home run today on DK. Uh,
1: let's go with. I mean, is Nelson Cruz just cheating?
0: I don't think it is because there's only like ten guys. So all
1: right, well <laughs> the answer is Nelson Cruz then.
0: Yeah, Nelson Cruz. Um, how about Mister? Uh, I'll take Michael Conforto uh, to uh, maybe hit a leadoff dong there. What do you got for me, Chop?
2: Forty six or more. I'd probably lean towards. You know what? I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna get spunky here. I'm gonna go Charlie Blackman. Charlie Black, when you're out taking the E5 pinch hit home run? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, I, I know some guys are really fortunate enough to grab those strategic pinch hit home runs out of uh, Billy Butler, but I'm not that guy.
0: No, let's, uh, let's go 4,000 to 4,500, Chop. I'll stay with you uh, for another home run. 4 to 45.
2: I mean, that would be right in the
0: Carlos Gonzalez territory. Yeah, I think Gonzalez is a pretty good bet there. Let's see if I can find one. Um. Oh, Corey Seager. He'll be mine uh, for the next one. So no one take Corey Seager. How about? Oh man, it's tough in here. Uh, how about Neil Walker? Neil Walker to hit a homer. I like these Mets a little bit against Chase Anderson. So what do you got for me,
1: Siege? I was hoping you just take one of my two, so I wouldn't have to make the decision. Um, give me. Cody Bellinger. Yeah,
0: Bellinger was like the other guy I was looking at today. Bellinger has been on a pretty nice hot streak. Uh, all right, Siege. Uh, not Corey Seager because Corey Seager's mine, but anybody thirty nine hundred.
1: That's what you get to reserve players. <laughs> what the hell is this garbage?
0: I'm overriding. I saw Corey Seager at thirty nine hundred, so he's my home run. I hit over there.
1: <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: All right, I'll take Thames. Thames, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: how do you pick that guy out of everybody the one guy i had reserved for this particular price
1: range
0: yeah themes is themes <laughs> is so cheap and he started I mean, if you want themes,
1: so. chop i'll be i'll, I'll take Like <laughs> i had him basically the same if you want themes, i'll take Shaw. no problem
0: yeah cool. i think i think that works pretty good so we got a lot of home runs uh qqs have started to come in here uh questions about my shampoo there's like no actual baseball questions. so can i
1: ask you guys a question how insane is a rocky stack without arenado on a scale of one to ten
0: I mean, I don't think it's like too crazy. One, we don't know if he's going to be in the lineup. He probably will, but you can, you can just mix and match that lineup around later. You just pick everybody from this game and you kind of, kind of game stack it up, or you pick, like, just pick a third baseman that's already playing and kind of, kind of mix it up from there. I don't think it's crazy. It's a four game hmm.
2: slate. You got to do some weird things, Siege. I, I, I probably wouldn't do it without Arenado, just because if, if you're taking the Rockies, you're taking them. Because you think they're going to be a little bit on the depressed ownership side anyway, so why not? That means Arenado's is going to be—he's not going to gar, you know, garner a whole bunch of ownership on his own, so he'll be low owned. I don't know; he's probably the best hitter. I, I probably would not do a four or five man stack without him, but you know, anything can happen.
0: Uh, chat wants to hear your nerd voice about all my Brandon McCarthy statistics. I, I just—it doesn't just happen on it's command like that. <laughs> it's too early in it, the morning. It, it, I,
2: it's got to work up. It's
0: got to work up to that. All right. Let's see. Um, most, uh, most draft Kings points for the Cardinals today, which, uh, which guy do you think is in the best spot siege?
1: I, I agree with chop. I think it's biscotti, but I do like Paul DeJean for the phrase. Um, Dijon.
0: Carpenter, too, three, 3.4. Like that's too cheap, but Carpenter, at first base against McCarthy in the bullpen. I think he can do better than that today. Um, Chris Davis and Alonzo, FanDuel, GPP. Um, so, Siege, I'll say that Chop doesn't, uh, can't play on FanDuel. So, I'll stick with you on here. You know, you think everybody's going to be on Kluber. First, I guess let's kind of see. What is Kluber's ownership going to be in, like, your typical 5 to $20 turnover this morning? Like, 50%? Seven. Oh, FanDuel. Yeah, um, 50, 60. I can yeah. see it
1: give the 60.
0: So, do you think, you know, Chris Davis, obviously, you know, Kluber throws hard. Kluber has given up a ton of hard contact this year. But, you know, what's your interest, you know, if you get to Kluber and then you have a Chris Davis who happens to hit a home run, you're doing like double damage because you're you're hurting all the Kluber guys too here. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, Alonzo was actually the guy I was choosing between Bellinger for the home run game uh, and Bellinger. So I, I don't hate those. Those are the guys that would hit Kluber if they're going to do it. So like high upside one-offs was a leverage play on these short slates is never a bad idea. I just think I'm playing Kluber on this slate, but I don't hate the idea. Obviously, it's pretty solid game theory there.
0: Yeah, and Kluber doesn't have a pitch count, but I would – you know, if he goes like 95, 100 pitches today, I would be pretty surprised. Um, there's a lot of talk. They're going to watch him. Um, so just keep that out there. Um, if you had to put a guess, Siege, if I gave you over under 85 pitches for Kluber today, what would you take? I'll take over. What uh, are you at, Chop? Over. Over. Just, Just like very slightly though, right? I think 90's the number. Like 90s right around there. All right. Uh, let's see if we have a couple QQs. Um, who's your catcher for today's Siege?
1: You know, I was just asking myself that question. Um, I think it's Bandy. Walters, if you're like well, that's Walters is kind of who caught last night was it? So let's see, Tuesday. So today is I I I just kinda of wish I knew who's gonna catch. If I like Walters the most, but if he's not going to go, then it's probably Bandy.
0: Yeah, Bandy. Uh, if Grindall makes the lineup, I don't know if he will today. Um, I would like Grandal, but that would be about it. Catcher's a pretty tough position this morning.
1: Um, Grindall
2: is not in the lineup.
0: Oh, he's not. He just came out, so it's uh, it's Barnes in there. So it's Taylor, Seeger, Bellinger, Gonzalez, Utley, Kiki, Barnes, Puig, McCarthy. Uh, first thoughts on that, Sage. That didn't
1: that didn't sound very good. reading for it. <laughs>
0: Any any lineup the Dodgers roll out with Adrian Gonzalez just I <laughs> I just hate it nowadays. So Taylor yeah. Seager Bellinger, I mean they do it. They got the four. You can do the lefty stack: Seager, Bellinger, Gonzalez, Utley, Kiki Barnes, Puig. Um, Kiki's been doing good. Uh, he's going to be cheap. He'll play the whole game if he starts. Um,
1: this is the spot where Rainwright gets blown up because I just walk away from the Dodgers after seeing this lineup. Yeah, it's um, interesting. What's your first take on that lineup, Chop? It's a lot
2: worse than normal, but like Siege said, right when you think that is when that other team strikes <laughs> and uh, they blow the guy up. I mean, it's worse than normal. You're losing you're losing offense at catcher by having Barnes over Grandel. Yep. And for some reason, you got Kiki Hernandez in there against the right-hander. That's usually not the spot you want him in there. You got Puig, who should be a pretty decent hitter in this lineup, is all the way down at eight. It doesn't look like it's as strong as, uh, and you got Adrian Gonzalez batting cleanup. So and Chase Utley fit. So it's, it's a weak looking lineup, and it feels like you could maybe play some Wainwright, but then that's right when it blows up in your face. So I won't be playing Wainwright, and this may be a little sneaky Dodgers top of the order stack. What
1: All the right. hell are you guys doing at shortstop?
2: Cedar. <laughs> I,
0: like that, I
1: don't like that answer, Britt.
0: Jose Reyes, uh, Lindor's Lindor's expensive,
2: but that's not the worst spot in the world. I mean, if, if Segura is in the lineup, that's my that'd be my number one guy today.
0: Yeah, I think Segura would probably be in there. I think that's a pretty good yeah, one, yeah, too. That's a good point.
2: Let's plug that in. Um Capone, no, I've not had
0: the Arby's Pizza Stacker yet. Uh, I'm will be getting that uh, pretty soon. I got I got taste of Syracuse. You guys, do you have that chop like in Texas or it's like taste of your city and like all the local vendors come out and it's just like a big party for a couple of days do you guys have that
2: not to my knowledge what, what i do have is uh i got sea world is like two minutes from my house and we got season passes and they have that taste of the world thing where for the um, whole month they run you can go in there and get your dip and dots f- food and food and uh drinks from all over the different continents and stuff it's, it's pretty cool but oh. not taste of the world i mean not taste of San Antonio though no.
0: Oh, I would get dipping dots every single day if I had that. See, you got those. I love those. It's like 150 food vendors from all over the area. They just come out. I'm I'm literally just gonna die of overeating on Friday night,
1: probably. Yeah, we have it here. So I I understand your pain.
0: Yeah, those are those are really fun here. Um, let's see if we can get a couple more uh, QQs in before we get out of here. Um, Sogard already did jong more fan duel points today. Um, I think. Uh, Sogard, on the road, leadoff hitter. There's basically what, like a 75% chance he gets an extra at-bat compared to DeJong. Um, so I, I would take Sogard simply based on plate appearances. Um, he's not horrific either. Uh, either one of you want to go against me on that one? I
1: mean, you know, they're see- not the same position anywhere, are they? Uh,
0: I don't, not on DK. I don't know what they are on FanDuel today. I
1: don't think they're on a FanDuel. Sogard shortstop and I'm pretty sure DeJong's third base, but I like Dijon's talent, and I, I just don't think anyone knows about him yet. So he's going to be just like – he's 2,300, and he's freaking 2,300 on DraftKings, and he's not terrible.
0: Um, let's see if we get a couple more here, uh, a couple more QQs. Uh, let's see here. QQs have started uh, to slow down a little bit here. Um, let me break up uh, DraftKings arcade mode quickly because that's something I like to play. I haven't taken a look at it yet today uh let's see here on the early slate. where is it only three games that's no good um i i played it you're you, not you, playing you're playing the three game arcade mode i
1: am playing the three game arcade mode you think i'm uh, gonna pass up on paul dejan at 3500
0: i got yeah that's a good one who's your pitcher so what's what's your take siege i like arcade mode i usually go cheaper pitching spend up on hitting because when you're you know, your pitchers are basically double. You know, when Robbie Ray had that 42 fantasy point performance on DraftKings, he only got like 90 for a pitcher, and you think that's good, but when a hitter hits a home run, they get 14. If you do that in arcade mode, you get like a million points. So you, you pretty much always want to spend on the hitters, in my opinion, today. What are you doing for pitching over
1: there? Yeah, I actually am paying up because Paul DeJong 3,500, so I have the, the, the pleasure of doing that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going a little off the board, so I'm actually paying up today.
0: You're doing Kluber and then a couple of the value bats. I, I think I would still go with, like, a, you know, that Dodgers lineup. I don't think I'd use Adam Wainwright in normal DFS today, but arcade mode, Wainwright, Chase Anderson, Wheeler, these guys, uh, even McCarthy. I think if I'm spending that much for McCarthy, I'd just pay up for Kluber. It's not a big difference. Um, but Wheeler, Anderson, Wainwright, uh, those would be guys I would mix in in arcade. I
1: don't really just play all the one-offs I want to play. Like, I just – i don't know i just approach it like the guys i want to play as one off. so like bradley zimmer is a guy that like i don't know if i'm gonna fit into normal dfs but i'm i made sure to get him in there in arcade mode because i do like it's kind of sneaky upside this spot yeah
0: i do like the chop you mess around the arcade mode yet sure
2: you like it yeah it's fun it's real easy and quick to build a lineup just in you know if you just want some mid-slate action there you know some uh some of those little four or five game contests there after the main slate starts goof around. It takes like two minutes, literally to build a, to build a competitive lineup.
0: I agree. I think it's a pretty, pretty fun format uh, over on DraftKings. So um, again, guys, uh, I know it's a fantasy draft show, but they don't have an early slate today. Um, But I do want to mention if you don't have an account there, you can get all kinds of fun stuff. They do a lot of promotions with us. They're sponsoring uh, the main podcast now. Uh, They're kind of sticking around if this FanDuel DraftKings merger goes through Uh, And basically the next year you can expect fantasy draft to be there to kind of really ramp things up and become the next go-to site to give some competition to whatever fan Kings or draft will become. Um, So check them out, sign up at Roto grinders use promo code grinders. You'll get yourself a bonus. Play the rake-free head-to-heads. They've got GPPs, uh, a bunch of 50-50s. If you're playing low stakes, too, you don't see guys like Sahil and CSU. It's a little bit softer competition over there, too. Uh, So, in my opinion, uh, pretty easy to win in, like, the $1 to $25 games uh, than compared to uh, DraftKings or FanDuel, in my opinion. So, go check them out uh, and have fun today. Four-game slate. Uh, Siege, final thoughts. Anything come to your mind while we were doing the show here? Uh, Besides, I hear you clicking making Seattle stacks.
1: No, it's a, it's a cargo stack, actually, just because I, I want to light up right McCarthy.
2: All right. Uh, Chop, any final thoughts for you? You know, four games in the morning, four games at night. I don't know. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that is top tier uh, stuff from Chop
1: there.
0: All right, guys, we're going to get on, out of here. looks like the QQs have rolling off here. Uh, we'll have a Grinders Live later if you're playing the four-game night slate. I know Siege likes the night slate quite a bit. Um, A lot of interesting pitching, some good bats you can get in tonight, so I think the night slate's pretty interesting. Uh, We'll have a show for that later in the day. Uh, And have fun. Have a good day. Uh, And if you don't see me uh, or hear from me after Friday night, it is because my stomach has exploded and I'm in the emergency room. So uh, have fun out there. For Chop and Siege, I'm Britt. Uh, Thanks for watching, and we out you.